Welcome to Impact Across Asia, a thought leadership series exploring diversity, equity and inclusion and well-being, brought to you by Community Business. This piece was originally published on the Community Business website. Global Wellness Day brings to light the age-old question, how can I live a healthier and better life? This day of celebration aims to direct thoughts of both individuals and societies towards living well, not just for today or in June, but all year round. It's important to first understand what we mean when we use terms like wellness and well-being. Have you ever wondered about the true essence of wellness and well-being? Perhaps you find yourself pondering the distinction between the two. In recent years, we have seen these terms in the workplace, on social media, in movies and TV shows. When used in the context of a workplace, it might refer to a program designed to improve your health, which we have to acknowledge is a great thing. It wasn't always the case that the terms wellness and well-being were recognized, let alone actively being addressed in and out of the workplace. Firstly, let's define what we mean by wellness and well-being. According to the World Health Organization, wellness is a state of complete physical, mental, and social well-being, and not merely the absence of disease or infirmity. Wellness also refers to the healthy choices and healthy behaviors in your everyday life. WHO incorporates the term well-being into their definition of wellness, so what exactly does that entail? Well-being is a state of being healthy, happy, and successful. While good health certainly contributes to overall happiness or well-being, it is not the sole determinant. Well-being encompasses the entirety of an individual's being. There is a connection between wellness and well-being. Wellness is a set of behaviors, while well-being is a state of mind. Wellness influences well-being and vice versa. We are seeing more focus on wellness and well-being in the last few years. COVID-19 exacerbated social isolation, fear, anxiety, financial struggles, mental stress, all resulting in a negative impact to our overall wellness. The United Nations 2020 report showed a high prevalence of mental distress in the Asia-Pacific region. Nearly 50% of individuals surveyed in mainland China, Philippines and Pakistan reported experiencing mental distress caused by the global pandemic. Now, this isn't the first time we've seen the aftermath of traumatic events. Studies on natural disasters, such as earthquakes, tsunamis, and flood, show high levels of mental stress among the victims. Now, this is not surprising given the combination of natural disasters and the global pandemic has taken a massive toll on people's wellness and well-being. These events have brought the spotlight on the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals, developed in 2015. SDG 3 highlights that countries should ensure healthy lives and promote well-being for everybody at all ages. This shows that well-being and wellness are central to sustained development. By investing and supporting initiatives that promote well-being for all, we will see a greater participation in wellness programs and subsequently, improve the health and well-being for all. It is also important to acknowledge that wellness plays a big part in the global and regional economy. Studies in 2018 have shown that wellness-related industries account for about 5% of global gross domestic product GDP, equivalent to 4.5 trillion US dollars. In Asian countries, this figure rose to 11% of their GDP, 
with an annual growth rate projected at around 10% at the time of the study. Wellness tourism, which involves travel and improving personal well-being, has been a key driver of rapid tourism growth in Asia. 2017 alone, this sector employed 3.74 million people in India, 1.78 million in mainland China, and 530,000 in Thailand. Although the global pandemic dealt a severe blow to the tourism industry, the significance of wellness in promoting inclusive growth remains unchanged. It not only contributes to the employment, but also fosters the development of micro and small enterprises. While wellness and well-being may sometimes be dismissed as mere buzzwords, their meaning and impact extend far beyond an individual's health and happiness. In short, wellness will not only improve our physical and mental health, but can also act as a driver for growth. It is vital for APAC's post-pandemic recovery. Thank you for listening to Impact Across Asia. To access further editions of this series and to find out more, visit communitybusiness.org.